1: Hi, this is Kimberly Miller with the Palm Beach Post. I cover the weather and the environment for the paper, and this will be my fifth hurricane season as the lead storm reporter for the Post. June 1st is the official first day of hurricane season, but we've already had one named storm under our belt with the short-lived subtropical storm, Andrea. On Friday, we went down to the National Hurricane Center in Miami, where they held an open house. We thought we'd share some of what we learned and what the concerns we're hearing from emergency managers and meteorologists uh, that they have going into this hurricane season. One of the most recognizable graphics from the National Hurricane Center is the forecast cone. It seems pretty simple, but lots of people misinterpret it. We're here with Robert Morieta from the National Weather Service in Miami. He's a warning coordination meteorologist and he's gonna help us understand better how to interpret the forecast cone.
0: Oh, yeah, the uh, forecast cone is the most viewed uh, product or graphic on the Hurricane Center's website. And uh, it, it does a good job of describing where the probable path of the storm will be. That's, that's what the cone is really uh, depicting. Uh, and if you can, you can look at that uh, statistically, it's, it's the area that has a two and three chance. At the center of the storm will stay in. In other words, it's depicting the area where two out of three times uh, historically, the storm should stay within that area. Of course, that means that there's a one in three chance that it could fall outside the cone. Therefore, we need to be mindful that uh, it's not a depiction of the area of impact from the storm. In other words, area where impacts will be felt. It's just depicting their probable path to the center of the storm. Of course, we know that hurricanes aren't just a spot a point on a map. Hurricanes are very large weather systems that can cover a couple hundred miles in, 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 in diameter. Therefore, you know, we don't want to rely on the cone solely as, okay, this is the area where, where I need to worry if I'm just outside the cone that I'm fine. That's certainly not the way that we want people to interpret this just it's exactly what it is it's the probable path of the storm center but does not show the size of the storm it does not adjust or change sizes based on the size of the storm it's actually a one size fits all cone it's the same cone used for every single storm in that given hurricane season so for example for this hurricane season the cone that we're going to show for every storm will be the exact same size it's not going to adjust or expand or contract based on the characteristics or size of that storm
1: now a couple of years ago you introduced this yellow portion of the cone. Tell us what that means. Because in my mind I'm thinking, well, that's the size of the storm, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well in,
0: in some ways you can you can you can say that it's it's representative of the area of the tropical storm force wind field. So it's okay. the area where the hazardous winds are occurring, somewhere within that, that yellow area. So you can see at least at the beginning, right, you know, where the storm is actually at that time it extends much farther out than the cone does. Uh, and if you carry this forward, even even like, a, for example, two days out or 48 hours out, it's still the area of tropical storm-force winds will be larger than the cone itself. So this is more representative, the area of tropical storm-force winds is more representative of the area of hazards. Not, it's not it, there's more than that, but it, it is at least a good, a good starting point. Also keeping in mind that rain bands, that can produce flooding rains, and even storm surge can extend even farther out from that area of tropical storm force winds.
1: So this is obviously Hurricane Irma, and uh, it's not looking good for Florida at this point when the entire peninsula is in it. And I think, you know, this forecast shows from Wednesday, um, we had people evacuate, 6.8 million people evacuated because maybe they saw that. Sure. I mean, when should they start considering moving or evacuating when, you know, is it on Wednesday, when we're in the cone, because it obviously changed a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Every every situation is different, and I think you know that needs to be uh, evaluated based on the current situation and what's going on at that time. Um, in in a general sense, the cone is good for long range planning. For example, let's say we're five days out or four days out. Like an example here, uh, this uh, for this four day forecast had Florida squarely in the cone. Mm-hmm. So at, at this time, I think is when the cone has its gr- is best utility. In other words, when it can be really used, what what the true intent is is to basically let us know that we are under a threat. Now, what the details of that threat is, though, that's what the cone does not specifically address. So five, four, even up to three days, the cone is should be used for to help us plan. Uh, you know, based on the level of threat, you know, especially if we're in that cone. So five, four days out, certainly a good time to make sure that we have a hurricane plan in order. Right. We have our supplies, uh, it should already be done by that time. This would be a good time to, to go through those one more last time, potentially, because you know, if this situation continues to evolve and the, you know, and, and, and the three-day cone starts to get into our area, then that represents a higher level of threat. Mm-hmm. Now. Once we get into the warning phase, the watch and warning phase, where we start getting into these pinks and red colors, so about 48 hours to 48 hours within 48 hours of of the storm potentially making landfall, then the cone really loses its meaning because it starts to get smaller. The cone gets smaller, but the area of impact doesn't get smaller with it. The area of impact stays the same. Mm -hmm. So we need to switch our focus from the cone three four or five days out to more localized assessments of impacts once we get close in and especially paying attention to the watches and warnings which are official you know those are the official notices that the public needs to be paying attention not strictly where the cone is located or not located
1: great thank you so much robert i appreciate the lesson
0: my pleasure thank (laughs) you